Hello, everybody, and welcome to the weekly brought to you by PocketNow and XDA Developers, recorded on Saturday. April 27, 2019. Okay, so uh, this episode is coming out a little bit later, but if you followed uh, PocketNow's Twitter and also saw the post on YouTube, uh, then you would know that Jaime and myself, our podcast team usually for these kinds of shows, uh, we were both traveling. Uh, we were out in Spain for IFA GPC, which is their global press conference, uh, and it's a wonderful show. Uh, it's different from IFA proper, run by the same people, but we get into why the global press conference conference is pretty important because it gives you a peek behind the curtain uh, when it comes to all of the products that we talk about, uh, some of the market research and whatnot. A lot of our tech friends were also here as well, so it was obviously a good time, and one of them joined us for this episode. Uh, this is Isa Rodriguez of Her Gadget Match coming onto the show. The three of us talk about Eva GPC. I ask Isa what is in her pocket now, and then we get into the Galaxy Fold and its delays. And we also talk a little bit about why it might have been delayed, why we think that the Galaxy Fold is an important device uh, and how smartphones are becoming fun again. In any case, that is what is coming up on the 355th episode of the Pocket Now Weekly. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. All right, so I want a bit of an explanation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sitting on the bed, but I figured, you know, I could just stay in the center. It's all good. Uh, I want a bit of an explanation because this is the first time for both me and Isa. What exactly this event is that we're here? The word is uh-huh. in it. Yeah. yeah, but it's something completely different. So the global press conference has been their like um, medium for partners mm-hmm. to. So obviously there is IFA, but IFA becomes more a press conference for everybody else. Okay, it becomes a press conference for Huawei for uh-huh. all the brands that are going to show off their products, and uh, their global press conference, which is what uh-huh. we're at here, is their show. Where they do have partners, but it's all about this is where the market trends are going, mm-hmm. and this is why IFA is now expanding to this. And so they have different mar- different products like IFA Next. Uh, uh, they in, uh, they have an automotive show. They have a home appliances show. And so if you go to IFA, you notice that they, you can see refrigerators, washing yep. machines, mm-hmm. just as them. just as much as you see phones. And so I guess that because of their connection to GFU, which is the probably one of the most prestigious companies in charge of providing market market insights. It's like, if you notice, they start with the stats and then they tell you where they're going. And so it's literally, this is where the market's at. This is what's grown. This is what's not grown. This is what's new. Mm -hmm. And then comes the press conference, which is like, we're launching this to cater to that. Mm -hmm. We're launching this to cater to that. And so for me, it's always useful to be here because if you notice, we go to different uh we go to different events but these are all product oriented Mm -hmm. we're gonna do foldables we're gonna do wearables we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and this is the only show we participate in where you understand why okay that's a good way to put it where somebody explains to you why we're we're moving into this did you notice how much smart speakers have grown Mm -hmm. how much wireless audio has grown every time those slides came up i was like yeah that makes perfect sense because once you start to smart up products of course the demand will go up but of course the actual product itself before it gets google assistant before it gets alexa have to be good to begin with and so you you notice for example how they're like how they made me happy to see that and you notice how they dissect things where they're Mm -hmm. like 60 percent of the consumer market is smartphones and then this and then this and this and then they had a a slide where it was like one percent is portable speakers one percent is uh wireless audio but then they're like all right let me dissect that one percent and show you where it's at Mm. this is where the market's growing the smart speakers have grown 23 percent and they and and I like how they go to the point where they're like, and they haven't just grown twenty three percent, but they've grown twenty three percent in the most expensive sector. Meaning yeah. people are willing to invest in higher quality audio for a smart speaker. And you've noticed how you know Amazon Echo speakers were terrible at the beginning. <laughs> now they're actually yeah. really good, regardless if you pay for the thirty dollar one or the one hundred dollar mm-hmm. one. You've noticed how I hate, I hate to say it, but I just have to how AirPods launched. <laughs> And how wireless audio is now the main huge. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. She yeah. knows how, and how it's grown, and you notice how much people are paying for it. That's true. We were just joking about this, about how people have AirPods on, and it's it's sort of a status symbol. Yeah. But now people it's are that coming meme. out. Like someone, you see someone with AirPods, and they're all like, "Oh, that guy's rich." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now people yeah. are actually coming out and saying, "Well, I used it, and it was a great experience." It's not necessarily this. These are Apple 
products, yeah. but it's a great experience overall. It's a mm-hmm. product that gives you that. And what I find really interesting is that like we we came here, she wasn't sure how much she could actually cover, mm-hmm. being from the lifestyle side. Right. Yeah. As it turns out, Eva GPC. This is more for it's you. Yeah. All lifestyle. And, and so this is actually the first show that's actually not necessarily for us. Uh-huh. Like last year, we had Sennheiser. Well, Sennheiser's mm-hmm. a big partner, but they had yes. no products here. Yes. Uh, we had Sennheiser. There was uh, the Porsche design. Uh, oh, last year. Laptop, yeah. Okay. No, that was in Lisbon. The Porsche design plus Sennheiser. Um, and then last year we had the Huawei P20 Pro was given even more insight mm. here. And it was like the oh. first time that Huawei used this oh. platform. But Huawei is one of their major partners. Okay. And then in the first, <laughs> yeah. and then in the first GPC that I participated... Oh, what was it? It wasn't Hong Kong, was it? It was in Hong Kong. Okay, wow. they they go everywhere, by the way. Even goes everywhere. And, and, and when we saw the pictures up there, I was like, Hong Kong would have been dope. <laughs> oh my god, I, I just I can't wait for them to like use Japan. Yes, because nobody makes a show in Japan. Mm-hmm. But who makes who? Well, there are some, but we just never get invited to them. They're very insulated in that sense. Japan yeah. is a very special market. Like it's very unique. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like that's one main reason, but it's so we weird. Were there I was just there. Beautiful! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It blows my mind. And we're flying back <laughs> this June. So yeah. oh. oh my god! I'm excited. But yeah, no GPC is more. Is more the show before the show, mm-hmm. okay? And the show that explains where the market's going and why they are evolving into this. And think about it: Ifa has been around for nearly. Almost a hundred years. And there was this guy who has been coming to the to this show for. He's how been many working years? it for forty-seven plus years. Yeah, as so, a photographer. And so think about it. Think about it. How is it that a show like before CES there was already IFA, mm-hmm. before MWC there was all well Mobile World Congress was just a recent thing. <laughs> like this is literally the oldest show, and now you yeah. understand why they've lasted so long. Yeah, yeah. it's very because true because they have evolved into so many different mm-hmm. things. Um, and I find it honestly fascinating. I, for me, it, it's funny because we were with Michelle. Michelle from XDA Developers mm-hmm. is also here, and he was also like, "Yeah, no, I've like for me, all these presentations about numbers are interesting." I'm like, "Dude, I'm I'm geeking out over this because it it helps me understand that, for example, right now, for example, as a publication, do we cover smart speakers? No, no. Now much. I feel compelled to do so. Yeah. yeah. Do we cover wireless audio? We do, but not really. It's not yeah. focused. Not focused. Now that I see how much growth there is in the market, it's like this is what we need to cover. You know what's also very surprising to me, like it. So they're talking about wireless speakers and wireless smart audio and yeah. even um, robot vacuums. Yeah. And. The thing is, no one really says that, okay, guys, let's start covering robot vacuums because it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Because people are looking at smartwatches or, you know, yeah. all these other things. People are saying that's the next hot thing. Yeah. But this data is actually saying otherwise. Yeah. And, and I'll give you an and, and then you have the other side of the picture where it's like smart televisions. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. right now, the average price is 800 something mm-hmm. euros. And they're like, excuse me, smart TV companies, you're not selling. Mm -hmm. You're stagnated and nearly on decline. You know why? Because even from a German consumer, which is a, a high economic power in the world, Germans are not willing to spend more than 600 and they yeah. showed yeah. the mar- market statistics they showed and so unless companies are willing to compete in this market mm-hmm. you're not you're, your market is not going to continue growing yeah. and so you know I just did my, our first ever TV video for Hisense that's right <laughs> and so now I'm like yes now I'm happy because for me um, you know when I when we did the video back at CES mm-hmm. I was you know they they obviously they reached out and everything they're like we we would like for you to sponsor to come over and I'm like send me the specs and show me what's special about your product and I'll tell you if I'm interested and when I'm like okay you're gonna give me 4K with this 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 and you're gonna price it at 3.99 oh god yeah. I'm like I'm down yeah. I'm down because I, because I, as a consumer, like that immediately, it's like the minute that, that Google launched the Nexus 7, I remember that they started going through all the specs and everything, and then it's one ninety nine, and I'm like, what? It became an impulsive buy. Yes. And so for me, a, t- a 4K TV that does yeah. HDR, has ProMotion, and costs three ninety nine, it becomes mm-hmm. an impulsive buy for me. And it's also 50-inch. 50 inch it's a 50 inch tv and huh. and and, and so, mind and so you I'm according like, to ma- market research people want bigger tvs people That's the want larger tvs yeah. but they don't want to pay 800 exactly. euros for them 
can we can we talk a little bit about like speaking of the market research? I want to talk a little bit about the trends that they had at this uh, the final press conference that was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had a lot of insight into. I remember you, the question that you asked. Yeah, about how they were lumping together too many forms of media, and mm-hmm. there's this whole theme of trust. It was consumer it, trust it, in yes. institutions, businesses. Yeah, and and, and and they brought Edelman and they brought their trust uh, barometer, yeah. which is a famous publication that they do where they provide market insight over. What I is, was so fascinated the whole time. I was yeah, fascinating, was the, but I was fascinating, but at the same time, I was not in, not infuriated is not the word. But I'm like, okay, this is not well done. Okay, it's well done, but they're they they haven't evolved yes, with certain things. Okay, that, yeah. so media as a definition, as a word, is simply the propagation of information. Yes. Okay. The problem is obviously we have social media mm-hmm. and traditional media. And so, for example, their their um, what was their premise is that uh, what was it that media companies are the least trusted, mm-hmm. but the most popular. It was, what was it? It was something like that. It was something to that effect. What I remember is that the trust in the media has been uh, on a bit of a decline. On recently. a bit of a decline. And yeah. the trend that I found very interesting is that in the developed world, that's yeah. where most of the skepticism is. Most of the skepticism is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but then when when she reached the slide, when she's talking about um, the fact that Wait, but she's because I think she started noticing that people weren't too happy with the assessment. <laughs> she's talking to the media, yeah, and she's exactly. telling, she's like, "Dear media, people don't trust you," and I'm like, "That's not true." And to be perfectly honest, I mean, this is just me in my head. I'm like, if people don't trust us, and we are journalists, we're how pa- is that our fault? We're part That's of what makes a free the democracy, yeah. democracy possible. Yeah. And, they, and then the number where the numbers were high were in the communist <laughs> countries. And I'm like, wait a second, no. But then, but you know then, what I hated about that? I was totally into it. I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy because I feel like in developed countries, there's a healthy skepticism or even yeah. an unhe- even an unhe- yes. unhealthy skepticism from people who have information and have the ability to get it. Yeah. So that made perfect that. sense yeah. to me for China and the underdeveloped countries. But then you guys had to bring up the whole thing of like yeah but they're dictatorships no, but it's also it's so funny like, it's, true. it's so funny because there was also this number where they go like Glass 75 percent of people are wary of fake news i'm like dude that number should be a hundred everyone should be discerning that's yeah. the well, whole and, thing but here's and here's the thing it's it's not until they reach the slide where they separated mm. wait a second traditional media people trust you in a 65 percent the problem is social media and i'm like wait a second you're wrong, but then again, you're right. You're right yeah. because we call it social media. Mm. We shouldn't call it that. Mm-hmm. It is a medium of of sure. It it it's a way to share information, but it's not. It's yes. a it's a it's a user created form. It's a platform. It's basically. a platform. It's, it's the car that carries you there. It's literally like. And so I I was I was trying to think of an analogy just to try to explain mm-hmm. it to her. I'm like, okay, if I post about our review on Instagram. This is like me walking into a mall yeah. and putting a billboard there. Mm-hmm. We don't sell anything. Yeah. We're not trying to sell anything. We're just telling you we're using a medium where people hang out yes. at and we're showing you that we have something so you could probably come to our store, mm-hmm. but it's not that we're trying to sell you something. Yes. Whereas it's very different for a comedian who uses social media yes. as his to medium sell shows to, and tickets. to propagate whatever mm-hmm. it is he's doing. Yeah. And so and so I'm like, okay, listen. So you have to separate the difference between user-created social media yes. and and media which is designed to inform. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that and, and I'm glad that she you know when she responded to the question, she's like, "You're right." Yeah, you, you yeah. notice that she was like, she, "Yeah, she's you're right. operating within the standards of their statistics." Yes. Exactly, yeah. and their statistics are not wrong. The problem yes. is that we're we're calling the social media, and the word to a certain degree is well used mm-hmm. because. To a certain degree, social media is that. But there is a very huge difference between journalism and social media. media. (laughs) So, oh my God, yes. I yes, there's nothing I can say that doesn't agree with what you just said. I'm like, wait a second, you can't compare Facebook to the Wall Street Journal. How dare you? And I think that was a general sentiment in the room, though. I think it was, but I'm glad that she was like, you're right. We have to, to a certain degree, work on separating Mm -hmm. these things. Because then it's not that people don't trust in journalism. They don't trust in user-generated content. That is a good way of uh, discerning it, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. User-generated content, especially if it's, especially if it incorrectly recollects news. Yeah. 
you know, and I think that's the that should be the main thing because there was a whole section about fake news, about news outlets having too yeah. much of a slant. Like that was that was that was a worthy data point. But then, to have. but then she made a very interesting point. She's like, you know what? But the younger people are, the less they trust on the social media, uh-huh. the more discerning they are. Yes. The and she she mentioned the very clear problem, and it's true. Uh-huh. She was like, the problem with separating these things is that generations that are older than you think that if it's on Facebook, it's the law. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's you know, right. You know what's so funny? <laughs> um, pulling in from personal experience, this was actually my final college paper. Mm-hmm. It was traditional journalism versus online journalism, and it was a it was a small paper. I won best paper, but that's <laughs> the point. Is the final um, conclusion that we had on that paper was that yes, um, online platforms, meaning journalists who work solely for websites as mm-hmm. opposed to journalists who work for newspapers like even if there is a rise on online journalism there is still a big number who believe and who feel that when it's on paper it legitimizes the news yeah. and i think i think it requires more effort yes. to a certain degree so it i think if you put that into the perspective it that's how it got muddled because now she's saying that social media is media and it's like yeah no. i'm like you're telling me that the deterrent to the uh, the impression that the that the market has mm-hmm. is social media why are you mixing it together yeah, yeah. exactly it shouldn't yeah. be that is a together. very good point yeah real quick can you scoot up a bit? oh okay forward a little perfect okay. all right all right well that's ifa gpc and i think yeah. i'm very I'm honestly impressed. I didn't know what to expect coming here, mm-hmm. and I'm, and we're here uh, off of your recommendation, so mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, right? no. um, and I, I, I'm, I'm actually really impressed with the amount of insight that I've gained yeah. from these yes. meetings. Because the way that I would describe it to anybody out there who has been to a conference, like let's say it's... Um, Let's say it's Comic-Con and you want to go to the panels where people are actually kind of speaking mm-hmm. on stage about a thing that you're interested in. Yeah. At CES, at the actual IFA, or at MWC, these are the kinds of talks that we don't normally go yeah. to. We this don't. GPC is all of that. It's all that. <laughs> Yesterday was like, they called them power briefings too. And I thought it was really funny because we actually, because you, you were warning us like, well, we're going to get up each time yeah. and go to another room. <laughs> yeah. They're going to keep you awake. It's an ingenious methodology. It's, yeah. yeah. Which I but, thought was hilarious. Yeah. To be perfectly honest though, from my point of view, I was expecting a long boring day mm-hmm. but i was super into what they talked about. Yeah. I was yeah. super into, I don't know, sm- smart kitchen appliances and things exactly i think that listen um there was this kid who came up to me in in uh in um in showstoppers and he was like you know i you know i study at mit and i have this youtube channel he's really an awesome kid and to, it, it's like if the conversation was steering over how YouTube is growing and how it's not that he was second guessing his career or anything, but it's how common it is for people to drop out of college and not finish their careers yes. over over this. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. The best thing you can do to be able to give purpose to your channel is to be educated. Exactly. The more education you provide to your content, the more you're able to provide useful content to people. And honestly, for me, I remember the first GPC that I did. Honestly, at the beginning, just like you, I was a little confused. But then when they, <laughs> but then when they started with the stats, I'm like, all right, the problem is I'm a stats worm. Mm-hmm. And uh. so I don't, if this is useful to some people mm-hmm. or not, that's fine. For me, it is. Mm-hmm. Because this helps me understand where the market is going, where we need to push, mm-hmm. Where, if you notice, the tendencies for smart speakers or or smart or wireless audio are still not even close being uh, uh, what a, um, a paradigm shifter or any or anything yeah. of the sort, a disruptor. But at least we know that that's the market that's growing. Yes. So it's now. It's not when it's yeah. already popular that yeah. you yeah. Uh, that you adopt that you have to be part yes. of that growth yeah it's if also, you want to grow along with it yeah it's it's funny for me because i'm the opposite you give me data i'm like oh, numbers I'm like, no <laughs> but math was my favorite class. oh <laughs> no i will not so so for so example I'm, when they did that that slide over how the price has grown yeah the 100 percent slide and then how it keeps <laughs> like for me that made perfect sense but everybody was fumbling <laughs> on it what's going on but my point is like despite me having a really high bar for information being given to me in terms of like numbers and charts and stuff like i was actually 
super into it. I was like, every time they'd say something, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I need this. I need to take a photo of this because it is something that applies. I think, I think he just needed to work on a better analogy. He should have yeah. used the car and be like, if a car costs $20,000 yeah. at the at 30 years ago, right mm. now it costs this. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, if you yeah, apply yeah. the inflation, yeah. it's not going to really cost that. Definitely. you know. And so yeah. that, so 100% is that 20000 mm-hmm. and the 47000 that it costs now, that's the growth. Yeah. But then when you apply inflation, it's nothing. Yeah. It's okay. literally actually gotten cheaper Yeah. Mm-hmm. if you apply inflation, stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. Right. Um, since we're, a, we're not really crunched on time, but we do have an event in a little bit, so we're yeah. going to make sure yeah. to be done within the next half hour. Yeah. Um, Isa. Mm-hmm. What is in your pocket now? <laughs> and you can pick anything, anything that you've been using. What do you mean, like, like my... any everyday uh, product that you might use? Well, that you want to showcase a little bit. So I have been carrying around two phones. You know this. I have the P30 and I have the Honor View 20. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you get that View 20, by the way? Because we've been doing a lot more with it lately. Oh, yeah. because I just got this. Okay. So what's great about Honor right now? Wow. <laughs> no, it, it's funny because um, I was at the View 20. Uh, launch with you guys but I finally got my hands on the device because Honor contacted me and they want like we're going full lifestyle on our line so we we need a woman to try to create content on it that's fantastic it is and that's why you've seen the teasers for the Honor 20 yeah uh, they've been telling me that it's a full-on lifestyle phone fantastic so it's, 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 it's something that I'm excited about because every time a brand talks to me and says you know what this is what we need we don't need the 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 traditional tech like we are going to you because it's a different perspective altogether and i love it when they see that and when they appreciate that good 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 uh the same with the p30 i just i like this phone i i'm not you've been zooming in on everything yes that's (laughs) true but it's also um i'm not a mate phone what a mate phone user. So people are starting to make, make this distinction more. P series, mate series. I've never liked the mate series. See? That's the thing though. The P I, series. I can't tell I've, the difference. <laughs> it's, you meaning, know what? Meaning, okay, wait a second. No, I can. Um, <laughs> I actually prefer the mate series. Sorry. No, there you go. Yeah. I fell be, into because it. Because <laughs> I noticed that a lot of guys like the mate series more because the P series sounds or feels a little smaller, more compact, at least for me. Oh, but not the P30 Pro. Yeah. Not that, but the that's P30 why. The P30 Pro is a tank. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. This is a P30, which is perfect for me. I also but have you're a literal, But you're literally carrying a Mate 20 Pro right there with a different chassis and a different screen. Yes, but it feels different and it's, you know. It's got better colors. Yeah. Honestly, I get it, but yeah. literally what you're carrying there is a Mate 20 Pro. Yes, that's true, but the Mate 20 Pro is wider. Which is something I hate. Really? They're, it is. Yeah, they're about the same Are size. They? Yeah. yeah. What am I talking can, about? You were using you're the regular Mate 20, weren't carrying, you? Yeah, you're, you were using the Mate 20, which is larger. Oh. The Mate, 20, the, the Mate 20 Pro, oddly, was like the smaller what, device. Really? They, they wanted yes. it to be sleeker. Yeah. Like that was what Pro the meant. The Mate to them. 20 Pro is so sleek. It's, I'm I getting love confused that phone. with my phones now. <laughs> yeah. I well, have these to are double check. Well, these are two good ones. And I've been seeing you use the P30 quite a bit already. I see that you hide the notch. Oh, no, I hate the notch. I would, oh, God. It annoys me. I'm never, yeah, no. Do you have a, Do you have something in your pocket now? That I have to? started using the Apple Watch again after like <laughs> four months or something. How is it? Oh, How is it going back? I, you know, I so the only reason I carry an iPhone is two reasons. Social media. I remember I got this tweet the other day and they're like, you're reviewing Android phones. Why are you, can- why are you tweeting from an iPhone? I sadly always have to carry an iPhone. Uh-huh. For our Instagram stories and for certain posts, yeah. we I always have to carry an iPhone. Mm-hmm. I just don't use it as my primary phone because it's also my microphone amplifier with the Sennheiser yeah. microphone that I use. And so I actually try not to carry it around just because if I lose it, I'm like screwed for the daily. <laughs> Stuff like that. I need a lightning port. You have a very expensive microphone slash adapter and so you know i was like you know what it's time to revisit the apple watch it's about time to do an after the buzz and so i was like why not i'll start using it again and now i i keep getting reminded of why apple makes the ugliest worst worst from a material standpoint Mm -hmm. best smartwatch in the freaking market why this is the ugliest watch I would never recommend uh-huh. this watch from a materials uh-huh. perspective because it's glass and uh-huh. aluminum, but it still is the best 
platform. Yeah, the apps. Yeah. The apps. Isn't that that's if, when if, Apple's if whole we deal? Could get, if we could get a Samsung Gear S3 mm-hmm. with that running kind of, watchOS, mm-hmm. I would be down. Ah, so I'm curious actually. Um, and I've told Joshua this because I do a lot of like watch smart watch things and obviously i have different a different focus when i do right but one thing that i've noticed is that when you try on different smart watches they sort of run on very very different platforms and that annoys me because i'm not very patient like people from my demographic i see a pretty thing i want to use it but then setting up and trying to figure out how to go around it it's yeah. like what is going no, on and, and smart watches are still the worst yes they like are. smart watches are not at the level of airpods where yeah. you could just Pull them out of the case and your phone immediately detects it. Like go setting up a smartwatch is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But I feel I feel that because of iOS's approach to notifications yeah. and the, their approach to applications, apps on us on this smartwatch are actually yeah. useful. No, so I'm actually curious about setting up an Apple Watch. I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. If I use Spotify, uh-huh. the moment I I, so obviously I've been using AirPods for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so the moment that I open my AirPods, put them on, the iPhone automatically detects them. Uh, yep. I unlock, awesome. I launch Spotify. Uh-huh. I press whatever app that I want and I will literally just put the phone in my pocket and I'll just start walking because immediately the Spotify application launches Ugh. on the Apple Watch and immediately. Full control. And I have full control for my watch. And so you use the digital crown to raise the volume. Mm-hmm. You swipe to the left to see your playlist. You swipe to the right to mm-hmm. see the song list. And right there you can put if you want, uh, you know, shuffle or yeah. right there. All in three panes. That's so seamless. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, you're missing, you're missing yeah. your okay, iPhone. Okay, no. so, so the, I am. And, and so you know what the irony is? Like the first ever platform that called on uh, integration for Spotify mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, uh, Samsung's uh, uh, Tizen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their application still sucks. It does. Yes. It, it's terrible. Yes. You know, it's a Google, pretty watch. <laughs> you know, Wear OS did the same thing. Uh-huh. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I think the only smartwatch I've actually seen you enjoy enough lately has been the watch gt but the reason why yes. it actually looks good it's a good looking watch mm. but its functionality is actually cut I down i hate that watch yes. it's <laughs> such a beautiful watch but i'm like you, why, why are you creating another operating system damn yeah. it but the thing is it's so minimal that mm. it doesn't bother yeah. that minimalistic that. that minimalism is fine so long as it doesn't exceed itself if you get an Instagram notification and then a text message, you can't tell the difference. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. It'll yeah. use the same green bubble for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know what you're getting. And so it completely defeats yeah. the purpose of getting a notification. I just hate getting notifications on my wrist to begin with. That's been the whole thing. I get it. You're using your Chronobi. Yep. I really, really, really wanted to love that Chronobi. <laughs> but you need I a little didn't. more, right? No, you... it's not that. Oh, what? It's just, it's, it's too archaic. Like, for example, if you use uh, one of the, the Skagen... Uh, uh, the Yorn or whatever. If you use one of those, you can actually tailor notifications uh-huh. more uh-huh. than on the Chronobi. You either you either tell it that you're getting WhatsApp notifications, mm-hmm. but or, then if you've got five different contacts that are contacting uh-huh. you, can't distinguish the difference between uh-huh. one and the other. Yeah. And so you've got so many hand combinations, uh-huh. but you can't really take advantage of them. That's well. Well, so, they, they do have the Chronobi Lab thing where you can set magic words, and it'll only go off based upon those words. So I have mm-hmm. the word Isa as the magic word so it doesn't matter what app it is if isa messages me on messenger or on a text or she calls me or so i need need to start dating somebody with a unique name (laughs) so that's you know you're absolutely right because there are other people who have isa in their name can you imagine can you imagine me being in latin america and having people named carlos or carla or (laughs) maybe put the full name i think another difference is i'm not i'm not very discerning when it comes to functionalities because unlike you i like my notifications like i just enjoy them like if i get one i look at them whatever but i'm still on my phone i, I just don't like i don't I, like i don't like spending the time looking at my wrist that i would have used looking at my phone I, anyway i just unpacked my time management favorite book of all time uh-huh. from back in 2003 when i actually got my life back together <laughs> that sounds I start, interesting I, I started reading chapter one uh-huh. and i am reminded of why i despise notifications well there you go to be fair, I've been using the Fitbit Versa Lite, but only because they they let you put Bitmoji 
um, uh, watch, watch faces. faces. So it's literally a mini me that changes at every single point. She has in a the version day. of herself like Vanna Whiting. That is so vain. Like at bedtime, it's so funny. At bedtime, you're, you're you can see mini Bitmoji me in bed in pajamas. That's right. the morning, like there's. I need to buy that for my daughter. She's gonna oh love my that. God, it's, it's just that level. It's no, level no, no, no. I'm serious. I need to buy that for my daughter. She go you crazy should. over that. It's oh gosh, oh my god. It's a level of it. personalization that someone like her is really yeah. into, which is why all the smart appliances and products that are mm. that they've been talking about here are right up your alley. Oh my gosh. So uh, for context, they just announced this app which will allow you to wash. Um, you take a picture of your. You, yeah, you take. A, you literally take a photo of your dirty laundry, <laughs> and then it tells you how to wash it. It's from Candy, yeah. and. When they said higher, that, yeah. when they said that, Joshua looked at me and said, "Like you need this." Yeah. <laughs> so, so what I realized, okay, before we get into our main topic, um, what I realized about all of that is smart appliances or smart products are more for the people who don't already know how to do it without oh that goodness. functionality. Yeah. I dream- which which blew my mind. I was like, "Holy crap!" Like that's 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 the reason why you being there no. was so good because I realized you are the demographic. I dream of a house where I can walk in and it's like. Okay, half of the time in my life, I feel like I'm a pretend adult. And like, I am an adult. But like, sometimes there are practical things that I have no idea how to do. I'm like, oh, you're supposed to do that. And people laugh in my face. And I'm like, but no one teaches me that. No one says that. Like, That's not, that's not really you, you, your No, no, fault. no. You remind me of me when I got my first house. Oh, my gosh. I walk, I walk in the next day. There was the storm. There was a dead animal in the, in the, in the yard because of the storm. That? Exactly. I look at it and I'm like, Crap! <laughs> I'm oh the man God. of the house. <laughs> that it. is me. I need to deal with it. I can't call anybody oh now. Oh my gosh! No, like, but it's damn a, it. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm. I'm. I feel like okay. Just get this. My Google search is basically how to put on glitter manicure or how to cook chicken or will yogurt keep do Overcooked. I have to ref- you know I have no idea and then uh, Google comes back with call your boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> no but it, it, it's also um, it's also different I guess with uh, when you're the how do I explain this for example smart fridges People are always saying, who needs a fridge that will talk to you? And I'm like... I'm the first one. Do I... I Oh my gosh, I want it. The very first overseas event I covered for Gadget Match showed me what the Samsung Family Hub is. And I want it every year. Like my... It, I know I'd made it if I have a Family Hub in my kitchen. Well, you can't that really... That is like my... You know, I'm going to consider a fridge smart the moment that I put things into it. It knows what they are, and it uh-huh. controls temperature depending on what it is. Oh, I thought he was gonna say when That's you put in, when you put your stuff in the fridge. So, so for me, I don't need for my fridge to talk to uh-huh. me or to show me Twitter. I need for it to be smart. I need for it to know that if I'm loading my beer, uh-huh. that's where things have to be the coldest. But then it shouldn't that's over it shouldn't overfreeze my meat. And it mm. shouldn't overfreeze that. Okay. And if I if oh, I yeah, and, and if I put vegetables, that's what I need products to be smart about. Like for example, that smart sensor that they had uh-huh. here oh, for yeah, cooking. Yeah. Like there was this, there's the sensor amazing, that detects yeah. if you're not cooking, it detects that there's no activity, mm-hmm. and it detects that the temperature is just yeah. like playing around there. And if there's Bluetooth connectivity with the stove, it'll turn uh-huh. it off. Yeah, it, that that for me. That, yeah, well, and that, that, and that product is, is a perfect yeah. example. Of that for me is that. useful. Yeah. I don't and, see. Here's the thing. I don't need another appliance in my house to distract me. I need appliances in my house to help me focus. That's what mm. I need. I need a refrigerator that you. helps that helps me not have to worry about where I put the damn vegetables. I need a stove that helps me to remember that I forgot to turn it off. I don't know. I'm probably that. Like, for example, you have a smoke detector. Uh-huh. Smoke detectors for the longest of time have been smart about one thing that I hate, which is the first thing they'll do is turn on the sprinklers. I don't want you to turn off the, turn on the sprinklers. I want you to turn off whatever's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. You know, yeah, that. Okay. Okay, that's smart, but I'm also probably the same person who will sit in the kitchen and start talking to my fridge and it talks back. And it's, 
It's just something that I have always dreamed about. I don't know. All right. Well, fridges are not really things you can fit in your pocket. So let's get back to things that you can fit in your pocket. That we could fit into our pockets before we had to send back. Exactly. I was really hoping that you were going to have it with you. We're I talking tried. about the Galaxy Fold, of course. But I tried. The thing is, are you the only person who didn't break it? <laughs> uh, like Even the good Michael Fisher I'm, said I'm a little I'm, bit I'm of shocked. speck of dust got in the middle. And I'm all shocked of a that I didn't broken. break it because like it fell off my hands once. Oh. Um actually there's a pocket out daily episode where it fell off the couch. Um in the as background well. or in the background. Oh, I could just God, and funny. I could just hear the thunk and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um but uh sadly, yes, Samsung they reached out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a 10-day loner. We mm-hmm. knew that we had So I you know, I fi- I find it sad when I started seeing so many there were cer- certain publications that were becoming how do you call it uh, when they're overly dramatic about things sensationalist. Sensationalist mm-hmm. about oh, reviewers were required to send them like Yes, yeah. we That's signed the document work. that said that. And so it's hilarious when we're preparing the, the, the daily script and Sam reaches out to me and he's like, we're going to include this and this. And I'm like, no, take that off. That's not the facts. The facts are that we were told that we had to send it mm. back 10 days anyways. Yeah. So we knew that it was just a loner. That's we, why I was I was hoping you would have it, but I knew that it was not going to be. We knew that it was a loner. Yeah. Samsung knew that I was going to come here to mm-hmm. Spain. Mm-hmm. And so they <laughs> they knew. That, and, and, I, and I told them, like, listen, I have to travel, so I won't be able to send it back to you on the date where my 10 days are over. Oh, okay. I will pack it up and ship it back to you as soon as I'm back, uh-huh. which is Sunday. That was the first call. Then the second call is like feedback. Then the third call is, can we go pick it up? <laughs> yep. Oh, there you go. And you but, know what? But, I don't blame them because if I you had, not, I if you had come here with that fold, you know all of us would have been exactly. messed. Exactly. <laughs> you are basically walking into I the one be, place I, I that they be, do not want you to be with that I fold. W- exactly. I would be the only person with yes. a Galaxy Fold here. <laughs> so I get it. I understand the why. Liability the liability would have gone through the oh roof. My exactly. No, so I totally understand the reason why. I you know I like that Marquez did another video mm-hmm. uh, over talking about it. I think that John was it John Rettinger who did it did it as well. Um, no, it was Michael. Michael Fisher did another video. Um, listen, I know that just like in the case of AntennaGate and then BenGate mm-hmm. and then so many other cases and then the exploding batteries. I know that right now the hot topic is does it bend. Yeah. D- did it explode? Yeah. Do your phone calls Why work? Why is it breaking? Yeah. And I know that people want me to be sensationalist about the product mm-hmm. and complain about it, but I am one of the few people that's had it. Mm-hmm. I am one of the few I am one of the many people who did not believe in it. Mm-hmm. I'm even surprised that I got invited <laughs> because the Samsung like I I'm I, looking at you Samsung. No, right I, now. no, no. I'm su- no, I'm surprised that I was invited because I, I you know, I, we had conversations with PR and they were like you really don't like foldables, don't do you? <laughs> <laughs> because and this was like MWC. Uh, yeah, this yeah. This was no, this was CES. Uh-huh. And they were like and I'm, and they're, and I'm like, why? Well, all your dailies and your news, you're always like, it's always a solution in search of a problem. You don't need a foldable. The problem is the moment that I grabbed the Mate X. Yeah. Uh-huh. That changed everything. That changed oh. everything for me. I was like, crap. I, it's awesome. I, nobody <laughs> needs this. But it is so cool. It is so damn cool. Okay, just pausing there because that is how I feel about talking fridges. But <laughs> go on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, so it is, you know, I have to, like in the case of the recall for the Note mm-hmm. 7, you know what it's like if you sold millions of a, a specific product the year prior mm-hmm. for you to be willing to take the hit yeah. of recalling a product completely mm-hmm. just to be able to one protect your consumers obviously yes. but second it's like we would rather lose money mm-hmm. than lose to, users than to yeah. lose consumers and to lose the trust of the market trust i am happy trust. <laughs> i am happy and i you know i you know i even said it in the conversation with mm-hmm. with uh because diego my son he was like you know i think that the best thing that samsung could have ever done was send you those that fold. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of tweets about that where people are saying Samsung owes a huge debt to all of us, really, yeah. Yeah. that would be able to test this device and actually put out into the public that, like, you know, 
there's something wrong with this right yeah. now. And then Samsung to have the wherewithal to say, even though two weeks ago, wasn't it, that they were like, yeah, we see some problems. We'll investigate. But we're going to go full steam ahead. We're going to go full yeah. steam ahead. And then <laughs> to <laughs> and recall then like, them no. all. Not recall them, but but you're absolutely right, though. There's some sensationalism involved, and I'm really happy. I mean, that's part of the reason why you know we like working together. Like There's that yeah. certain amount of like uh, honesty and honor involved. So good mm-hmm. on you in that case. David Kogan, um, when I had him on for a segment called Spill the Tea that I have on my Instagram, uh, Instagram TV, my IGTV. Yeah, I had him come on to talk about the Galaxy mm-hmm. Fold, and Where he one of coffee. Yeah, he literally. <laughs> the guy is so extra, Dave, Kogan. He's I, Kogan. He's he. I was like, don't steal my segment because you're doing my segment a little bit too good right now, bro. But anyway, uh, I had him come on, and um, normally I use smartphones for it, but he used like his A7 for it. <laughs> but in any case, he. Um, he said that he was skeptical of many of the publications and many of the people who had the fold saying that theirs broke too. Yeah. When in reality, probably what the case no. was was they were seeing some break and then they were like, let's try to make that between, happen. Between the time that Mark Gurman, Marquez, and, uh, and uh, Todd Hazelton, which is not Todd, it's his colleague at CNBC, hmm. three Galaxy Folds broke. Mm-hmm. Three. And now, then every, I'll, and tell, then all of them. I'll tell you that, no, three. Uh-huh. That's all that broke. Mm-hmm. Two of them because of user error. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of them because it genuinely broke. Yeah. Two crazy, because yeah. of user error. One because it genuinely broke. I'm not going to blame user error as well because our units did not have the do not remove the protective mm-hmm. film. Yeah. And when Marquez is like, oh, what the hell? Like, I remove the screen protector out of every OnePlus phone the moment I get it. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand Marquez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say user error because it was user inflicted, yeah. but not because it's necessarily an error. It's just mm-hmm. what we call it. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in the particular case of this device, I'm like, no, like the rest of us didn't have any problems with it. Oh, mm-hmm. Michael. His had a, a minor little, bump. Okay, yeah. so my unit on the second day had like a uh-huh. had like a weird tilt on the crease, uh-huh. but it happened for like a day and then yeah. it went away. Yeah, like it's like if it aligned itself over time. You know, like, here's the thing: we, we have a problem, um, I, and this is the reason why I like Marquez's video. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched that, it, it's a 15 minute video and it's so worth it. He's Marquez is such a talented guy, and I have so much admiration for him. He's like, listen, I there's so much to love about this product that it mm-hmm. starts with the fact that finally mobile technology is not boring anymore. Yes. Mm. We've been talking about flat slabs for so long, and this is the first unique product that we talked about in mm. how much time? Yeah, 100%. Now, is a new form factor always, oh my God, if you ask me if I would recommend the first Apple Watch, the second, never. Yes. If you watch my videos, I uh-huh. do not recommend them. In the third review, I was like, Eww. He went on a fantastic rant once on the <laughs> weekly about the Apple Watch. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> once they launched Generation 4, uh-huh. I was hooked. Yeah, there you go. I was hooked. No, first, like I even tell people it's a first generation mm-hmm. Apple product. I didn't get the first generation AirPods. Yeah. I got the Apple Watch because I had to review it. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't get the first generation iPhone. I regret getting the first generation gen, uh, Retina Mac Pro. It was trash. Uh-huh. People complain over the keyboards yeah. of the second generation with the change. Mm-hmm. Listen, I I know about the curse of the early adopter. Would I recommend that you buy the Galaxy Fold? No. Yeah. Not because it's a bad product, but because you're part of a you're part of that demographic that's going to show the brand where they have to go from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they have to correct things. And you can be both. Like let, let's put it this way, the, the the tribalism on let's say Twitter or YouTube comments that say this thing is trash. It's like not. it's this thing this thing is trash. Why did this ever happen blah blah blah? I mean, come on. Come like on. I said on the Wait podcast, a second. The Wait other- a second. Come on. Every single phone before 2007 had a plastic screen. Yeah. Every yeah. single one. The iPhone, well, it was an LG device, the first one with a capacitive screen. But the first one to actually use mainstream glass was mm-hmm. Apple. And they were horribly criticized. It was like, how are you going to use glass on a phone? When that thing mm-hmm. falls, it'll yeah. break. The Nintendo Switch is plastic. Why? Because kids are using it. Yeah. They don't want to put up with having to replace broken mm-hmm. screens. Also, glass don't bend. And and, and, <laughs> and, that, and that is then the other topic that I'm like glass you can't bend glass what do you want to like 
I was like, can we try any other material yeah. that'll also blend, like plexiglass? Some, yeah, well, we no, know. plexiglass doesn't bend. That's it does, true. And it's, supposed to, and it's supposed to be brittle. So, like, that's the thing. You could be both. I think that it's gotten to a point now where because we live in such an opinionated uh, medium, especially Which on YouTube. Beautiful. There's that, nothing wrong with there's that. nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, the fact that we, as your, let's say, thought leaders let's put it that way the fact that influencers. we influencers thought leaders <laughs> KO, K, was it KOLs <laughs> key Sorry. opinion leaders wait we're still laughing <laughs> okay yes the key opinion keep going alright so uh, the fact that we the fact that we can love or hate a product and that would influence whether or not you you purchase it that's fine but not everything is black or white so if we we can say don't buy this we yeah we can say don't buy this product you should never buy this product not now not right now but we still love it guys let's talk about OnePlus think about it OnePlus One was okay Mm -hmm. OnePlus Two was a mess yes Mm -hmm. OnePlus Three was like the first one where things started getting and then came the 3T and it's like okay they've matured yeah one the one plus five came out now but my first reviews I'm lucky that the first one plus device that I reviewed was the 3T Mm -hmm. because I didn't put up with any of the past (laughs) no but it's also what did you expect I love you know everyone everyone was so you is so used to the way phones are you give them a new form factor no one knows how to use them or how screen protectors and foldy phones work but it happens and I, and I told them like because they asked me like I, we want your honest opinion over what you feel about the fold and I'm like okay this is like me at the time when I moved from using blackberries for four years mm-hmm. And having to move to yes. using a capacitive yes. screen. You have to understand, we came from T9 to the BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, so wait, wait, what is the T9? T- 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 you don't is, know what T9 is? Coming from the, the texting capital of the world? It's when you get text input oh, wait, from wait. the number pad. Wait, wait, the okay, new- wait, 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 wait. I know what the T9 <laughs> No one has ever told me it's a T9. Yeah, that's the name I of it. I need a machine to tell me that. But <laughs> T9. <laughs> okay, I, I we came it, from yeah. T9 to BlackBerry keyboards. Yes, yes. And so anything was better than T9. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anything that's was true. better than T9. The thing T9. is, when you, when you were efficient with T9, like that was a point oh, of pride. Oh, dude, I... If you you had so to really that. love that girl yeah. if, if she had more than one S in her name. <laughs> As, uh, what was it? Eight zero. The, I, eight. I, think that, I think that this is the reason why catch names like My Love or Babe became more yes. popular than calling her Samantha. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> or something like that. But oh listen, so, you know, moving to the iPhone for me was a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. To even even before I was already using pocket PCs and we used the stylus uh-huh. and we typed yes. one oh, yeah, letter the at the time. Yes. One letter yes. at the time. And so for me moving to the iPhone, because I'm multilingual, the beauty that I had with the Blackberry is there was no text prediction. So I literally yeah. had to know where I was uh-huh. typing. I was forced to know. Uh-huh. Which was awesome. Which was awesome. <laughs> and therefore it's like trying to remember phone numbers back in the day. Yeah. Try that now. I forget no, no, my own no. phone number because I never call myself. Let me put this out there real quick. Like what I heard from a friend of mine back in college is, if you memorize someone's number, that means they're actually important to you. Nah, eh, whatever. No. So I'm gonna put that out there. Maybe whatever. we should no. do that. Whatever. Whatever. We should do that. I, more. I, I, but, no. the, but the point that I'm trying to make. But the point that I'm What's trying to make. What's my number? One is, four three. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Ah, the, point, the point that I'm trying to make is, in the case of foldables, for me it was difficult because the Galaxy Fold is a very different approach to the mm. to the Mate X. The Galaxy Fold is trying is a tablet that's trying to be a phone. Uh-huh. The Mate X is both. Okay. It can be a phone and only a phone. And it, it can, can be, a- be a tablet and only a tablet. Xiaomi's too. I and think- Xiaomi's too. And so the biggest problem with the Fold for me was getting used to, mm-hmm. you know, having to consciously make the decision to open it, to interact with it better because the keyboard on the small screen was just tra- that was mm. bad. <laughs> that was bad. I actually started using uh, Swipe. Oh, I had yeah. never wow. used Swipe before that. <laughs> I was forced just because my thumbs, like two of my thumbs, will cover the screen. Yeah, and so that small screen is a smartwatch. Is it's worse than a yeah. smartwatch? <laughs> you know, at least the smartwatch understands that it's a smartwatch mm-hmm. and it just won't give you certain options mm-hmm. because they just don't make sense. The problem is Android doesn't understand that it's being shown in such a small screen that it's not usable. Yes. And so SwiftKey, for example. Uh-huh. Because it's SwiftKey is not op- optimized for the foldable paradigm, it would split inside, but then it would also split outside because it doesn't understand that I don't want it to split outside. Oh, yeah. And so there, there were, I, I made a video where it's the interesting things about the Galaxy Fold, and it was mm. that. It's that 
transition period. And so yeah. if it was one of my best friends that would come up to me and be like, should I buy the Galaxy Fold? My answer would be no. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. So unless, unless you're somebody like David Kogan <laughs> who actually paid for it. Whoa. David Kogan actually That's put crazy. money down and uh. he's waiting for his final unit. Well, this wow. was after he... Used it for a bit. Yeah, no, oh, he used wow. it, and he and he's like, I bought one, and I'm like, why? He's like, well, I knew we had to give it back, and I actually like it, and so, you know, once you get used to it, it's very hard to go back to a regular so phone. That's what actually, I keep hearing. I I I I wanna say that. Uh, compared to you guys, I'm pretty new in the tech space. And this is something, this is one lesson that I had to learn because prior to testing out phones, mm-hmm. I was a diehard Apple fan. Like I, I was that girl who had an iPhone, an iPad, and my MacBook, and I would not switch anything for the world. And when I started reviewing Android phones, it was so different to me. And what was so scary was the learning curve because I hate that. And what yeah. I loved about my iPhones was the fact there that even no without for... being a techie, without any knowledge at all, it yeah. was so natural. Yeah, but, but you know, but you know why that is. Why? What Apple revolutionized is not necessarily how phones should be. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they made it the simplest form. Yes. They, they, he, you know, when Steve Jobs comes into the presentation, he's like, "Let's remove all these buttons mm-hmm. and have just one yeah. with a giant screen." Yeah. Back then, three point yeah. five was giant compared yes. to the two point two that we were using. Yep, and so. The problem is when you go oversimplistic, when it becomes so basic, when you bring the idea to its most simplest form, Mm -hmm. that anything else is going to feel like a step back once you get used to it. Yes. So that, that, that was the lesson that I learned, that it's like just because you're not used to something doesn't necessarily make it less better than yeah. what you know yeah. and especially in this industry where everything is changing yeah. you actually welcome that change because that change is the innovation that everyone's been yeah. asking for mm-hmm. so it's it's just so weird to me because i personally was not as excited about the folding phone for various reasons such as if we're gonna fold the phone i want it to fold smaller so that it will fit my pocket why get a bigger device and make it the normal yeah but, you know all these other feelings but at the same time, I don't hate it or I don't want it to fail because I see where they're trying to go and it's exciting. Yeah. Like whether or not this phone is great, this specific phone. It, it's, it's like Apple Watch Series 1. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like the first, oh my God, you remember the first Galaxy, the, the gear, the first Galaxy gear? The one that wrapped around. The first, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, God. but before that, before, oh, before that, that. The, the Samsung, I forget the, the name of it. Oh, the Gear Live. That, no, that was the one with even Android before Wear. that, what? even before that, when Tizen came, that first smartwatch was terrible, <laughs> but that was the first ever yes. smartwatch. Yes, it, it was even before Pebble. Mm. I forget the name of it. Yeah, same. I, for, I forget the name of it, but you know the point is, it's a necessary I, foundation. It's a necessary foundation. It is the only way products mm-hmm. are going to converge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ask me which approach do I like more, I prefer the Mate X, mm-hmm. just because. It's less of a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's less of a paradigm shift. It feels like a Note 9. Mm-hmm. You can use it as a phone whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Open it and you can use it as a tablet whenever you want. Uh-huh. I just, would I, I prefer that approach. I just can't imagine the moment somebody drops that thing. So do you think, do you think Samsung is actually going to be able to add more measures to make sure that these breaks don't happen. I, I believe so because the way the the protective film, uh, not just the protective film, but also the bezel design, I feel that that bezel should have covered the protective film. Okay. I feel that the okay. protective okay. film yeah, should yeah, go yeah. Okay. inside the yeah. bezel and not allow users to access it. Because pessimistically, I keep thinking that Samsung's just going to put more warning labels on it. No. I think that the smartest thing, if you if you see the teardown from mm-hmm. iFixit, mm-hmm. that is actually like a sort of a sticker. It's yeah. heat pasted yeah. on top. They should just make that so bigger. They just, they just they, and cover the edges, right? Cover the yeah. edges. Okay, and that, that way sense. nobody can access. Yeah. Obviously it's gonna make it's gonna make for an even more gigantic bezel, mm-hmm. but no, because you already have that notch. Pretty much just make everything the thickness of the notch and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I that's it. No notch. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that's but like it. I was saying in Spill the Tea, you know, when that second wave comes in with the new release date, you know, so, kind of, so if maybe you put us me, in the mix. I'm just saying. If you like, ask you know, me I'd what, love to use it too. <laughs> if you ask me what's going to be more durable, 
You know, I can't say that it's going to be the Galaxy Fold because the the front and the back are glass. They're going to break as well. Yeah. yeah. And then Which the inside you did, is you're plastic. Right, you're right. You could Whereas in the Mate X, the outside yeah. is plastic. Uh, so... The, I, I can't imagine what happens to a plastic display when uh-huh. it falls on its face into concrete. You get those yeah. divots. You get those those like. But I'm curious about like how it feels though, because I'm I'm specifically uh, no, I'm very take, particular about. No, take that about, take that out and mm-hmm. bring your 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 other phone. And just put them both together. Oh, that's and that's literally that's wow. literally how it feels. Oh, it's it's nice. literally a sandwich of hardware. Oh. It is the thickest phone I've used in years. <laughs> Also, battery life for days, right? Wasn't it great? Oh, whoa. Okay, so because that OLED is is thinner, uh-huh. I I'm like, wait a second. This battery is smaller than the this battery is smaller mm. than what's on the S10. Oh, is it or is it not? No, it's 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 a little larger, minor, but mm. like the battery life is is insane. It's great. Because isn't there two? There's two batteries, right? There are two batteries, but they're 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 in milliamps. They're pretty much the size of a of an S10 Plus, and I don't get that battery life on my S10 Plus. No, I don't know. And so you know, again, the people, the market doesn't need it. But <laughs> the, the only way for any market to grow is thanks to early to adopters. To do stuff, yes. yeah. Thanks yes. to early adopters, and so I, you know, I I express it. I. I need to stop being so pessimistic. Well, okay. To your to 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 defend that, we have been in this industry for quite a while. Like you're you're mm-hmm. a bit younger in yeah. the terms of this industry, but we have been complaining throughout 2015, 16, 17 about how phones seem to be stagnating. There's yeah. not a whole lot of fun. Phones are fun again. Yeah. You know, we have yeah. job security too. <laughs> <laughs> so but, but the thing about it is, I don't know where the market is going to go. I do know that the only way to make tablets popular is to fit them into phones. In, in, in any other way, people really don't care about tablets that much. Yes. Um, you know, I, I feel that it's a great idea. It just, I feel that the materials are not there. Mm, There's so much more to learn, but the only way they're going to learn is if they do it. And yeah. so I was the first person to mock the Galaxy Note. Now I can't live without it. I was the first person <laughs> to, to mock the iPhone when it came out. Yeah. No comment and on that. What do you, you know, have we, on your wrist? I, I have passionate discussions over how much I hate the Apple Watch and uh-huh. I'm wearing it. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe I went to pick up a pair of AirPods, but I've been using them and I like them. You know them. what? Uh, Jaime was a contrarian before we ever so said I ha- I have been <laughs> I have been the number one contrarian of foldables. Thunder E, you get, you get a pass now. You get a pass. <laughs> I have been the number one contrarian of foldables telling you I can't wait to get my yeah. unit back. There you go. That says a lot. And you know, okay, I think that I think that should pretty much cover that. Yeah, we have a lot to say about the Galaxy Fold, the delays. That I, I, Did they say when they're going to actually release it? So at and said June eleventh. That's a while. It is a while, but yeah. think about it. Yeah, they're all they were already in mass production. What are you going to do? That's true. Uh, they'll most likely throw all this bash to the trash and produce again. You can't doctor the existing units. No, I don't think they would. I think, you know, just like smartphone companies do with, with batches where they will create a specific batch yeah. and destroy it just to see how it... Ah, fair. That, yeah. That's most likely what they're going to do. I mean, there weren't many. I mean, in my briefing alone, we were like nine people and there were four briefings. So how many devices were out there? Yeah, um, we were I actually heard, supposed to get briefed in Singapore. I but heard that they were a hundred, a total of 100 units. Oh, there you go. That's what I heard. That's a that's two. How much is that? Twenty thousand? Two hundred thousand dollars? That's two hundred thousand dollars. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of money. Whoa. That's a lot of money. So no wonder they were so exclusive with yeah. the yeah. with yeah. the Unitree. All right. Cool. Well, I think that should pretty much do it. We do have a, a thing going on pretty soon, so yeah. we're gonna yeah. get my back. watch because I have to go change. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, that's coming from Efa GPC. Like I said earlier, I'll do the intro and outro um, at the end here on uh, outside of this recording. But I will make sure that Isa, you can let them know where to find you all over the internet oh i'm uh, at cisa said all over wait no that just instagram and twitter and which then, is everything now yeah <laughs> well, and then you can follow her gadget match and visit her gadgetmatch.com all right if you want to get a little bit of a back like behind the scenes look at some of the stuff she does do some vlogs also over on her channel on youtube that's youtube.com slash isa does so because you can check isa that one out things. too <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. i may go ahead and he- go ahead and let them you know you can find me here 
I'm here every day. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> or on Instagram at Jaime Rivera. It's always a pleasure, man. All right. And you know me. I'm JV. Uh, I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at JV Tech Tea. You can also check out uh, some other content over at YouTube.com slash Joshua Vergara. We did not get to the Oppo Reno, but we did get a video out on it. I was able to get a video out on it. The two of us were there. Some of you guys had a lot of fun watching Issa in the background of that video. <laughs> it was a fun format for a hands-on. You know what? That wasn't the only clip that I didn't see, but it was the only one that made it. When I was in the editing, I looked at it and I'm like, I'm going to leave it. It's funny. (laughs) So that was a fun video, but I did use that phone as my vlogging machine while out in Zurich. So you can see that over at my channel as well. All right, let's go ahead and get into the outro. Well, on that note, that is it for The Weekly. Our theme music is Bloom by Minerva, courtesy of a royalty-free license with Argo Fox. You can learn more in the episode's description. You can follow the crew on Twitter. You already heard the different handles for both Jaime and Isa, and then myself, I am at JVTechT. You know me, I love tech, and I love to drink me some tea. PocketNow is at PocketNow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube in English and Espanol, where you can find more news on the PocketNow Daily and PocketNow Adadio every weekday. Catch up on what The Weekly is talking about at Pocket now.com slash podcast also make sure you make your voices heard by emailing us podcast at pocketnow.com we would certainly love your feedback through reviews and ratings on google apple spotify overcast or wherever you happen to be streaming us because without you we would not have been able to make the show for your eyes and ears for now over seven years straight all right we'll see you in our next episode hopefully the jet lag is not going to mess us up too bad that's the other reason why this episode came out a little bit later uh, i literally woke up past uh the noon hour <laughs> after getting back from the trip. So bear with us on that one. But uh, in our next episode, we'll be back in our respective studios and we will look forward to seeing you then as well. 